Hello and happy almost Thanksgiving here in the U.S. We are just wrapping up November with a bang. This has been a busy time of year for so many women that I know. And so that's why I wanted to talk about today's topic, which is burnout. So many creative women I know get really stressed out, tired, and burnt out this time of year because we have all of our regular responsibilities and then we have many more obligations and parties and we have to do all the Christmas shopping for our families um, and there's more to attend. And if you're in a creative business, this may be a busier time of year for you. And, and a lot of women I know are in the events industry and in the wedding industry. They're florists and they're photographers. And they have had a super busy, extra busy season since we reopened after COVID. Sort of like a double season. And nobody wanted to turn any of the business away because we had all been shut down for a year. So we had to make up for all that extra revenue. So for many reasons, it has been a big year of events, parties, and um, a, lot of, a lot of hard work. And because we came out of the pandemic with a little bit of a scarcity mentality because we didn't work for so long, couldn't work for so long, many people fell into the trap, even if they knew better, of taking on too much business, more than they could chew, right? And I have done that before many times in my career and in fact I did it to myself last fall too because we were pretty open in the fall of 2020 and for photographers it is our busiest months um, September October November if you're a family portrait photographer usually that is your busiest time of year because you have all of your regular year-round business and then you also do Christmas sessions maybe you do mini sessions maybe you do full sessions but it's a lot of additional work and then everybody is stressed out about getting their pictures in time and editing everything in time and turning everything over for Christmas gifts and Christmas cards and and so the burnout can be real and I did get pretty burnt out shooting last year even though I have been doing this for you know 13 14 years now I still made the mistake of way overbooking myself now I did that last year I did not do that this year in fact I'm only shooting four sessions, um, four holiday sessions, which are just clients that have, have been with me for 13 years and I've done their Christmas cards every year. But um, that was the max that I could really take because I'm teaching and coaching online full time. And I know, I know myself and I know my tendencies and I know, I know how much work I can handle. And so I did really good at sticking to those boundaries this fall. So if you're feeling a little burnt out, this time of year, know that you're not alone. Um, but let's talk about how to put an end to that cycle, which I honestly, I haven't had a better fall than I did this year um, because I really have reinstituted a lot of balance into my life. And then a lot of the women in my coaching program, Unbound, which just wrapped up two weeks ago, I'm running it again this January, by the way. A lot of the women in that program still had a very busy fall, busier than ever. But because of some of the changes that they made through that coaching program, they said, you know, even though I'm as busy as I've ever been this fall, I really don't feel burnt out. I really don't feel, I, I'm tired, <laughs> but I don't feel as crazy as I usually feel this time of year. I feel like I'm handling it with more calm and more of a positive outlook, and I really don't feel as overwhelmed. 
So let's talk about some of the things, some of the shifts that they made to be able to achieve that. So first of all, let's talk about what burnout is exactly. So some signs of burnout are feeling tired most of the time, lowered immunity, frequent headaches, back pain or muscle aches, change in appetite or sleep habits, feeling self-doubt, feeling helpless or hopeless, kind of becoming detached from your work, um, less excited about your work, decreased motivation around your work, having a more of a negative outlook than usual, having decreased satisfaction or sense of accomplishment with your work. Like it just, you just, no matter how hard you work, you're just, you just don't care anymore. <laughs> um, withdrawing from other responsibilities because you have too much work on your plate, isolating yourself in your off time, procrastinating on getting things done, using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope with how overwhelmed and burnt out you feel, um, or taking out your frustration on others, like maybe just having a lack of patience around your family, your kids, your husbands, your wife, whatever. Um, and so, so those are some of the signs of being burnt out. Burnout is a really real problem in our society. And I think a lot of that has to do uh, with the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy in the ways that we create. So even if you you don't even if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't own your own small business, or you're not you know extending yourself creatively all the time, we still are always creating. We're creating every day in our jobs, whatever your career is. If you're extending yourself, if you're sharing your thoughts, your ideas if you're actually making things, um, if you are teaching others, if you are serving others, this is all an extension of ourselves in our work every single day. Even if you're at a desk and crunching numbers, you're extending energy through that work. And the extension of energy, taking action, building things, um, that's all a masculine type of energy. Energy that is the that is the move forward energy, right? But in the real creative process, there also has to be receptivity. So that's the more feminine energy, and that's when we rest, when we take care of ourselves, when we mother ourselves, when we nurture ourselves with healthy foods, when we meditate, when we receive ideas when we connect with the more creative spiritual side of ourselves, the right side of our brain, when we allow others to help us, when we don't put everything on our own shoulders. So there has to be a balance within us. Now, and when I say masculine and feminine energies, that has nothing to do with your gender because no matter what your gender is, you have both masculine and feminine energy within you. You have the part of you that can go, go, go and take a lot of action. You have the part of you that needs to receive. The problem is we live in a culture that success and work is really masculine dominant energy. It is the do, the achieve, the go, 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 the more hours, the take on more. And, and we really relate in our culture how busy we are often, how busy we are, how much work we did, how many jobs we got done, what we accomplished. We relate all those things to success. And by doing so, we neglect the part of ourselves that requires rest, that requires that receptive energy, that needs help, that needs community, that needs compassion, that needs nurturing. 
And so, and, and trust me, I'm the type of person that I was very, up, up until three years ago, probably in my businesses, I was extremely masculine dominant in energy and I didn't even realize it. But I was just like achieve, achieve, achieve. And I have experienced profound, profound times of burnout. I actually recently was talking about this in an Instagram post. But like 2012, the year that I was pregnant with my, my second daughter, Grace, I'll always look back at that as like one of the hardest years of my life. I, I mean, that was the rock bottom of my burnout, my level of, I've never been so burnt out and I probably never will be again, but, um, we were growing our business. We were working 50 hours a week. Um, I was pregnant. We sold our house right away. I had to move in with my parents and store all of our stuff in their basement. I felt like Juliana, our oldest was in preschool, um, but we didn't even have a house to live in. So we were like picking her up from preschool, bringing her to the studio till six or seven o'clock at night, ordering pizza for dinner, house hunting in our time off. On the weekends, I was trying to build my online business. And like the depth and level of tiredness in my body from never stopping. I never stopped. I did not know how to stop. I didn't even know how to rest. It just like wasn't even in my vocabulary. And my that was the time my ADHD symptoms were the strongest like I couldn't focus I couldn't remember anything I was physically so I was sick all the time I had a pinched nerve in my neck that was reoccurring I lost feeling in my right arm all the time I would have to go shoot and like my right hand would be numb and I'm right-handed and like I was just working through so much pain physically and mentally uh that year that year is what set me on the path to healing that I teach other women now in my coaching. So the way that I dug myself out of that hole and restored balance and learned about healing and, and learned how to take care of myself and learned how to mother myself, all the things I learned through that process that was really spurred on by the challenges of that year is what I love to coach other women through today. I'm so passionate because I, I remember how bad it felt. Um, and the truth is, now I know this truth, I didn't at the time, the truth is that burnout is not necessary. Burnout is not normal. Burnout is not natural. And it is not necessary to have a successful business, career, life. It's not necessary. We buy into it. We buy into that idea because there is a cultural um, obsession with being busy and being productive and being uh, and achieving, right? More, 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 more. It's never enough. It's never enough, right? When will how much we do and accomplish ever be enough? So to restore balance, to get rid of burnout, we have to recognize and restore that feminine energy of receiving as part of our creative cycle. So that means we need to build time into our schedule to have downtime, to rest, to meditate. I mean, I think everyone should be meditating every day. I, I think I'll say this on every episode. If you think you don't have time for meditation, I want you to take out your phone right now, look at your screen time, see how much time you spend on your phone every day. Can you take five minutes out of that or 10 minutes out of that to cultivate a meditation practice? Because what meditation does for you is it expands time. 
it gives you time back. It makes you more clear-headed, focused, and able to get more done in a short period of time. I've never worked less and made more money than I have this year, but I had to say no to the things that aren't serving me anymore and create enough space for downtime. I had to create more space to meditate, more space to write, more space to ask people for help, um, more space to allow myself to say no to the things that didn't serve me anymore. You don't magically just have more time. <laughs> you have to become the master of your own schedule and what you're going to devote time to and know you have to retrain your brain to know that rest is productive you have to trust that giving yourself downtime is going to make you that much more productive in your work hours right one thing that you can do is try to in addition to meditating every day think of something that really fills you up what and everybody's different. We all have different genius zones. We all have different talents and passions. But like what's something that you do in life that always raises your energy levels? Is it working out? Is it socializing? Is it going out for a girl's night out? Is it crafting? Is it writing? Is it painting? Is it cooking? Is it um, traveling? Is it uh, some kind of a physical activity? Is it playing? Is it experimenting? Whatever it is, what are the things that fill you up? Maybe it's just picking up the phone and calling your best friend. The things that fill you up, make note of them and do more of them. Every day, I encourage women every day to schedule five to 10 minutes in. This is not a, long, not a big time commitment, so it's possible no matter how busy you are. Schedule five or 10 minutes every day where you're just doing something that fills you up like that, that just brings you joy, makes you happy, you have fun, you play. Life gets to be fun. It gets to be fun, but you have to make the time for fun. If all you make time for is things that you hate doing, <laughs> then you're not going to be a very happy person, right? And But if you can start, start just building in these little periods of time where you devote yourself to joy, to fun, to peace, to something that fills you up and lights you up and brings you joy. My friend Alex and I are hosting a craft night tonight as I'm recording this. Um, we're hosting a craft night tonight and it's just such a great way for women to get together and to connect with each other and to laugh. What a gift. What a gift to give yourself. These Events are so powerful, not just because you leave with a cool dried floral arrangement, but because they nurture you. They're a way for you. You allow yourself to give to yourself. You allow yourself to laugh. You allow yourself to have fun. You allow yourself to hug people. You allow yourself to be creative. These are all things that fill your bucket. And then you can go into the really stressful stuff and the hard work and the work that you don't want to do, but your cup is so full because you took the time, right? Another really important thing is to schedule rest in, like make sure you're actually sleeping eight hours a night. Um, I struggle with insomnia. I have been up, like I wake up around two o'clock in the morning almost every night and I have a hard time falling back asleep till about four. And I just know like this is how my brain works. I just wake up at that time. It, <laughs> um, and I try all the sleep tricks, you know. It's just sort of a, I'm, I'm a very early morning person anyways. I just feel like it has crept into like the really early hours that I like, I will not get out of bed at two in the morning and start doing anything. But um, 
but so I, I go to bed very early because I know that regardless of what time I go to bed, I'm going to have that little window in the morning and I still want to make sure that I get my eight hours. So, you know, it's just kind of observing your own patterns and making sure that you're taking adequate time to actually sleep. Our bodies need sleep. Sleep is very healing for us. Um, and, and so if you sacrifice it, you're going to feel it physically. You're going to feel more run down. You're going to be more likely to get burnt out, right? Um, and kind of know the warning signs of burnout. Recognize when you've taken too much on and ask for help. Ask people for help. When you, when you get to that point where you are run down and overwhelmed and you could just cry thinking about everything that's on your plate, at, like ask people for help. Ask your friends, ask your family, ask your spouse, ask your kids. A lot of us just have a very hard time receiving help. And I think it's this unbalance that we've learned from our culture. Like, like I said, I didn't even start this journey. So 2012, how old was I? 30. That was 10 years ago for me. <laughs> so I was 30 before I started asking for help. And even still, there are some areas where I have a hard time asking for help. But um, that's okay. But just know like when you're approaching burnout, it, you, don't, you don't have to get burnt out. You're choosing burnout. You're, you're choosing burnout when you choose not to have boundaries, when you say yes to too many things, when you overwork yourself, when you don't, when you don't, when you're not thoughtful about how many hours certain things are going to take you, you're bringing that on yourself. And the only person who can help you with that is you by making different choices. So it is by having boundaries around how many hours you're going to work and, and what you're going to say yes to in your free time. It is prioritizing. It's prioritizing your time, who you're going to spend it with. It is prioritizing rest and downtime and sleep, not burning the candle at both ends. Um, and it is allowing other people to help you. I know... When I do ask for help from anybody, I feel like nobody says no. <laughs> like everybody's wants to help each other. Don't we want to help each other? If you have a girlfriend who you see is tired, burnt out, struggling, you're just like, what can I do to help you? Let me help you somehow. Like what can I, can I take the kids for an hour? Can, you know, and, and you have those people around you too, but we have to get comfortable with asking for it and with being able to say yeah I, I bit off more than I can chew and maybe you can hire help maybe you can, you know I know a woman who was talking about um she was so overwhelmed and burnt out and and she was doing a lot running a business and she's like I can't there are things within the business that I really need to be doing myself which I can totally relate to well what are the things that take up a lot of your time that you could hire somebody to do for me, I always get grocery delivery and I don't mind paying the fee and tipping the driver because to me, that's an hour and a half of my time and it's something somebody else can do for me and I will gladly pay for that if it frees me up to do a job within my business that nobody else can do that brings in more money hourly. Um, she hired somebody, uh, her next door neighbor was like a, a teenager or high school student she hired, she had, uh, I think she had five kids herself. Yeah. And so she hired her neighbor to come over and just fold laundry. Cause she's like for five kids and my spouse, like I would fold laundry for hours. And so just to free up that time doing like a minimum wage job within my home was 
so profound for me every week. And so what are the areas and the things that you can get help for? And maybe it's just having a babysitter for two hours a week so that you can get something else big off of your plate, right? But there's always ways that we can help ourselves by asking for help or hiring help. And so if you are experiencing a season of burnout right now, it's okay. You need to forgive yourself and have compassion for yourself because we all do it to ourselves. But I want you to know you get to step out of the cycle now. Like this can be the last season that you experience burnout. This can be it. It takes a little bit of thought and planning, but there is a way to structure your time and to have boundaries and to make a promise to yourself, make a promise to yourself that this gets to be it, that you don't have to experience this moving forward. If you're a photographer and you're in the photography industry, um, this is what I, this is, I'm so passionate about helping women get their businesses in order so that they don't have to experience this. You don't have to hit rock bottom before you decide there needs to be a change. You don't have to have some kind of a physical illness or injury before something needs to change. You don't have to get to that level of burnout. You can choose it now. And structuring your business next year in a way that kind of burnout proofs you um, is a wonderful thing to do. And when you have some time to slow down, as this season winds down, when you have some time to to slow down, I want you to reflect on the choices that you made this season that kind of led you into burnout. What things did you say yes to that you should have said no to? Um, Where did you not ask for help when you needed it? Where did you underestimate how long something was going to take you? Write that all down and reflect on it when things slow down so that next year you can make a plan for yourself. Because burnout does not have to be normal. It's not natural and it's not necessary. So if you're experiencing burnout, I want to hear from you and I want to hear why do you think it happened this year and what do you think you can do in the future to avoid that? I promise you, I know many women who stepped out of the cycle of burnout. It is possible. I don't like hearing, I've, I've heard many times people say like balance is impossible, balance is impossible. Everything's impossible until you do it. Balance is achievable. Maybe that's just the Libra in me. You know, our sign is the scales. But balance is achievable. I have, I have found that way. And I have helped hundreds of other women achieve it within their businesses. And, and now through coaching, through the Unbound program, we're getting there. We're taking baby steps there. It might not be perfect. It's work that we do every year. We still slip up from time to time. But we get better. We handle it more. And like they said to me, you, you know, it, yes, it's still really, really busy. And I still have a lot of work to do. But because I've put all this stuff in place, I'm, I'm doing it with joy. Like I'm handling it. I'm calm. I'm not burnt out. I feel taken care of. I feel excited to do the work. And I don't mind being so busy, you know, because I, they balance it now. They've learned to balance it with that feminine energy of rest, receiving, inspiration, enthusiasm, joy, enjoyment of the process, all of that good stuff, okay? So I want that for you, especially if you're experiencing burnout right now. I want that for you. So promise me that you will commit to making next year burnout free. Have a great rest of the week. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to the channel and share it to inspire someone else today. 
You can rate and review this podcast so it reaches more ears. And of course, I always love your comments. Follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Heidi Hope, Photographer Rising, and She's Gone Free. Or visit HeidiHope.com to get on my insider list and hear about upcoming coaching and online learning opportunities. Thanks for listening.